Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. Good afternoon. It's so good to be with you all on today. I'd like to thank Pastor Hollingsworth and Dr. Scott for this wonderful opportunity to stand today and to say a word on behalf of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And uh, with all the things that's going on in the world, everything is going down but the Word of God. And so our scripture and our lesson for today comes from 2 Kings chapter number 6, verses 1 through 7. Let us go to the Lord in prayer for a second. Lord, we come before you now to say thank you. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. God, we thank you for your will. We thank you for your way. God, we thank you for another chance to tell the truth on the truth. With everything that's going on in our world, Lord, the truth needs to shine forth. And Jesus is the truth. And so, Lord, we ask that you would, like David said, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord, for you're my strength and you're my redeemer. It's in you that I move and I have my being. Take now these words that you've given, Lord, and let it be magnified so that someone will come running saying, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to have my joy restored? And then, Lord, when it's all over, help us to come down this mountain and keep us safe and in your care, and even in the midst of a global pandemic. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, let's look to the Lord and our word for inspiration. Our text today, 2 Kings chapter 6, beginning at verse number 1, it reads on this wise. Now the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, Behold, the place before you where you are living, where we are living, is too limited for us. Please let us go to the Jordan and each of us take from there a beam and let us make a place there for ourselves where we may live so he said go verse 3 then one said please be willing to go with your servants and he answered I shall go so he went with them and when they came to the Jordan they cut down trees but as one was failing a beam the axe head fell into the water and he cried out and said alas my master for it was borrowed verse 6 then the man of God said where did it fall and when he showed him the place he cut off a stick and threw it in in there and made the iron float finally verse 7 he said take it up for yourself so he put out his hand and took it Thus ends the reading. My friends, have you ever found yourself facing what seems to be defeat? Have you ever been confronted with a dilemma, a situation, a circumstance, an obstacle? Saints of God, have you ever found yourself in need of divine help? 
Now, I'm not talking about help that man gives, but indeed help that only God can divinely send. That help that's needed when your back is against the wall. That help that's needed when calamity and crisis shows up. That help that's needed when bills come out of nowhere. That help that's needed when all the odds are stacked up against you on your job. The help that's needed when you're trying to be faithful in ministry and you're trying to do the work in ministry and the resources that you need, they fail, they run out, and they sink. Yes, that, that, that very help that you need when you're in a spiritual low place. The very help that you need when you're struggling to come out of darkness. Somebody's under the sound of my voice, wherever you are in your home, in your car. You're saying, preacher, you don't understand. You, you, you're literally describing me right now. You, you, you're literally reading the front page of my life's magazine. And if that's you, wherever you are, I stop by today to offer you a message of hope. Child of God, you must realize that crisis, lack, failure, insecurity, uncertainty, uh, they all summons the believer to do three very important things. They summons the believer to trust the divine compassion of God, receive divine help from God, and walk in the divine restoration that only God can give. The scene of our text unfolds in what would be known as a seminary. Growth and lack uh, uh, has caused the young students of the, of the prophets and the young sons of the prophets to go to their leader, Elisha. And they go to him and they say to him and they ask him, they tell him, uh, man of God, this place is too tight. We're busting out of the seams and they ask him for permission to go to Jordan and cut down trees to build a place that would be suitable for their needs. Yes, my friends, this shows the humility and the eagerness of the sons of the prophets. My friends, this, this is an awesome lesson for us today. In, two, in 20, uh, 2021, this is a lesson, a great lesson for us today that if, if ever you're going to be serious about ministry, if ever you're going to be serious about the work of the Lord, if ever you're going to be serious about the assignment that God has, has called your hand to, uh, humility and enthusiasm will serve you well. This story shows us uh, the great influence that Elisha had on the sons. It shows us his influence and his impact on their lives. One of the students says in verse 3, please be willing to go with your servants. And he answered, I shall go. This response, this response magnifies the compassion and relationship between Elisha, who serves as the Christ figure in the text to the sons of the prophets. Might I suggest to you today, my friends that are watching in the etherways, might I suggest to you today that God desires that same kind of relationship with you and I today. He desires a closeness with us. He desires to be with us wherever 
we are. Now this also goes, Dr. Scott, it also shows me that uh, as leaders, we should never think so highly of ourselves. We should never think so high that we are so in the clouds that we lose the common touch. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I want to encourage you, whoever you are, not to lose the common touch. Secondly, this text shows us divine help, my friends. Yes, the, the, the sons of the prophets and Elisha, they arrived at the Jordan and they began to cut down trees. And what do you know, quite naturally, God then says, pop quiz. Yes, my friends, God says pop quiz just as soon as they arrive and they're going on about the business and the work of cutting down the trees. God says pop quiz. Have you ever found yourself all together where you are working and doing the very things that God has called your hands to do? You're being diligent in ministry. And, and, and soon as, as, as everything seems to be going well, ha! Huh, God says, pop quiz. God says, pop quiz without prior knowledge. God says, pop quiz so fast you don't even have a chance to phone a friend. You don't even have a chance to uh, uh, create a cheat sheet. You don't even have a chance even to skip this class. But God says, pop quiz. Uh, my friends, in verse 5, the writer states that he, he, he starts off the sentence with a conjunction. I'm so glad there's always, uh, there's a but in every story. The writer says, and it says in the text, but as one was failing a beam, the axe head fell into the water. He cried out and said, alas, my master, for it was borrowed. Ah, my friends, it was borrowed. Yes, it's, this is the very scene where one of the sons of the prophet, he, he's working very diligently. We don't know his name. We don't know much about him. But the text says he's working and he was doing the work. And as he was working very diligently with great might, the very thing he's using, it now breaks. The axe head falls off. Huh, he's working with good intentions. Huh, he's working with good intentions to do his part. And the axe head falls into the muddy River Jordan. I need to pause here and ask the question. Have you ever found yourself just like this man in our text? Working with the best of intentions. And then things seem to fall apart. You're working with the best of intentions and the things seem to fall apart. Looking deeper, even deeper into this text and in this verse, the man losing the axe head in the river Jordan signifies debt. Now we understand that the river Jordan also is, a, is symbolic of sin. According to Exodus 22 and 14, restitution has to be, it's required for any kind of debt, my friends. And so I contend, my brothers and sisters, that God used this sinking axe head to show the sons of the prophet his divine provision and his power 
and to strengthen their faith. But most of all, my friends, he used this story to point us to Christ. <laughs> he uses this story to point us to Christ. So then the question becomes, what do you do when the very thing that you need, the very thing that you need, the very thing that you've been using sinks in the bottom of the River Jordan? My friends, the text says that this man began to panic. He begins to panic because the very thing that he's been using this axe head, this very thing that he needs to cut down the trees, Dr. Scott. The very resource that he needs now is broken into two pieces. The very thing that he needs, he's made a request to his teacher. Let us go. The request is granted. And here he, here he stands at the River Jordan. And he's cutting down his tree. He's doing his part. And the axe head falls into the muddy river Jordan. Oh, my friends, huh, I begin to see myself in this axe head. I begin to see myself in the man. Have you ever found yourself where you've, where you've borrowed something from somebody and that thing that you borrow, it breaks. And you know you have no money to repay it. Help me, Holy Ghost. You, 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 you're driving your car, somebody else's car, and you're extra careful. And you get into an accident. Huh. And then, yes, this axe head falls into muddy River Jordan. And his panic, he says, alas, my master, for it was borrowed. Well, what does that show us? That show us his condition. That show us his poverty. And lastly, it shows us his humility. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. Somebody's just like this man. You may be impoverished. You may have a condition. And this axe head, I see myself just like this axe head. I've fallen into some deep waters, <laughs> into the deep waters of sin, the deep waters of sin. My friends, this text is so relevant to us today, but I'm so glad that the story doesn't end with the axe head falling into the water. I'm so glad that God always is standing by. Jesus is always standing by, willing to help us, if we would all but ask. Now, Dr. Scott, it became interesting when I studied this text, because I realized that he never really asked for help. <laughs> he just cried out. He never asked Elisha for help. But Elisha, in his spirit man, recognized that this son of the prophet was in trouble. <laughs> uh, Dr. Scott is just like when I've called my mama sometimes and she's answered the phone and she could hear the very thing that I need in my voice without even having to make a request mama could hear it in her voice what's wrong with me it's the same situation in our text so Elisha my friends he sees that uh, 
this young student has no money. This young student, oh God, he's in trouble. He's got some debt now that he's immediately taken on. He didn't start out with this debt, but because his axe head broke, he now has some debt. And so Elisha, he he asked him a question. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He says, where did it fall? (laughs) And I just stopped by today to ask you, my brothers and sisters, where did it fall? (laughs) Your ministry. Your marriage, your happiness, your joy, your finances, where did it fall? You got to be honest on today and God is asking somebody, where did it fall? Your disposition, where did it fall? He asked him a specific question. He says, where did it fall? And I pose that same question to you today. Where did it fall? Your eagerness for God, your hunger for God, your thirst for him. Where did it fall? Whatever that thing is, whatever this axe head represents to you, where did it fall? That's only something that you can answer today. Only you can answer it and come clean with yourself and say, man of God, it fell right there. How the sons of the prophet says, he shows Elijah, Elisha, he says it it fell right there. And God always has a plan. God always has a a message, a lesson to be learned. and, And so... Elisha, God divinely moved on him to cut down a tree. This was no magical tree. This was no fictional kind of tree. But God purposed this tree. Help me, Holy Ghost. Because it's this tree that points us to Christ. It's this tree that points us to the very one, oh God, that came down through 42 generations. It points us to the cross of Calvary. So Elisha, he had to be there. He had to be there for this divine miracle to take place. He had to be there for this story to make sense, for this story to happen. Elisha had to be there. So Elisha asks him, he says, where did did it fall? (laughs) And the son of the prophet pointed and said, there, it fell. Elisha cut down a tree and he threw the tree in that place oh God he threw that tree in that place and so I stopped by today wherever you are in your home to throw Jesus at you today (laughs) that's all I came to do today was to throw Jesus in the place wherever you're pointing That sickness, that thing that you don't want to talk about, whatever it is, I came and I stopped by here today at Second Ponce de Leon to throw Jesus in your direction, to throw Jesus into that place and to let you know 
that if you let Jesus in, if you say, Lord, here is where it is, I guarantee you, ah, it'll float again. Ah, my friends, I don't know who I'm talking to, but God wants to, ah, wants to let you float again. But the question becomes, do you trust him? Will you take him at his word today? Do you want to float again? <laughs> because when the axe head floated again, my God, that clears some debt in this man's life. And that same help is, is available to you today. Our thing for today, help suddenly appeared. Help suddenly appeared today. And that same help is available to you today. My friends, I invite you to come. To come see a man that can make you float again. Come see a man that can put you back, thank you Jesus, that can put you back together again. Come see a man ah, that will help you to float again. I saw myself, like I said, in this axe head. I saw myself, I was sinking. I'd sunk to the bottom. The bottom is low can go. And I heard a preacher one day talking about this man named Jesus. And so I heeded and I took the Savior at his word. And so I invite you, my friends, whoever you are, wherever you are, to come see a man that can make you float again. You're screaming wherever you are in your home on your job. I don't know where you're screaming. You're looking for help. You're crying out for help. Our theme says help suddenly appeared. You don't have to do it on your own. I stopped by to throw Jesus into your situation today. I stopped by to throw him in that area that only you know. Because God wants to make you float again. It's a simple message that God can restore you. He wants to redeem you. He wants to resurrect somebody today. You've been sinking at the bottom of your muddy Jordan on today. And God says, oh no, no more. That if you trust my word, if you take heed to my voice, I'll make you float again. If you take heed to my word, if you try me, I'll resurrect you. I'll restore your joy. I'll restore your happiness. Everything that you've lost, God said, I can restore it. You may be a sinner, man. You may not know Christ. I invite you today. All you have to do is very simple. Is acknowledge Confess and believe. Acknowledge that you are a sinner. Confess with your mouth that God raised Jesus from the dead and you shall be saved. You may say, Dr. Brown, I've strayed away from the church. Man, I've done some drugs. I've shot up. I've done some things that I, I know that I shouldn't have done. I've gambled. I've lied. <laughs> God says, I'll still take you. I'll still make you float again. There's nothing that you've done 
that's too hard for God. There's nothing that you've done that God won't, won't forgive you for. So my question I'll leave you with finally. Are you in need of help? Are you in need of help? Do you need to, are, are you, can you, are, are, do you want God to let you float again? Only God can do it. Only God can do it. And I'm so glad that the last verse is the shout of the story. Because it's where Elisha forced the son of the prophet to exercise his faith. It wasn't enough for him to just see the miracle. But he had to stretch out his own hand and grab that axe head as a sign that he believed. Thank you, Jesus. That he believed the miracle. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you for that while when we were yet sinners, you sent your son Jesus to die for us. God, we thank you that when we were in, thank you, Jesus, that when we were in, thank you, Jesus, oh, thank you, Jesus, that when we were in the, the muck and the mire, down as low can go, God, down in the muddy, thank you, Jesus, in the river, muddy Jordan, Oh, God, you threw Jesus in our direction. On the cross, God, you threw him in our direction because you knew that we needed a Savior. God, you knew we would need a way, and God, we thank you for your son, Jesus. God, we thank you for whoever's listening, God, that will come saying, I yield, I yield. I can't hold out any longer. God, we say right now, we surrender to your will. We thank you for your word. Lord, we pray for this service altogether. Send it higher, God. Send the people. Send them to the nations, God. Bless Pastor Hollingsworth. Bless Pastor Josh. Bless them till you can't bless them no more, Father. Lord, bombard this church with people that will come. Bombard this ministry with those that are hungry for truth, God. Lord, we thank you for your will. We thank you for your way. Bless us, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church.